Podcast Network Asia. Hello, everyone. Welcome to An Open Mind, a podcast with me, Liza Soberano, an actress, entrepreneur, and an advocate for mental health and human rights. This podcast aims to destigmatize talking about mental health for Filipinos from everyday stress to anxiety. Join me as we converse about the ups, downs, and in betweens with real people and their real experiences. Today, I am joined by Christine Reyes, a multi awarded actress, mother, and my dad's ultimate crush. <laughs> Hello, Christine. Hi, good afternoon. Good afternoon. <laughs> She's so nervous, by the way, and I'm so nervous too, but yeah. we'll try to make each other as comfortable as possible. I promise. <laughs> good. So, um, I do want to ask one thing because a lot of people like to refer to you. I mean, I guess the people most close to you refer to you as Aa. Mm-hmm. I was always curious what that means. Um, I got it when I was a kid. Um, when I moved to my mom, and my brother just insisted calling me Aa because um, he just wanted to tease me. Mm-hmm. But there's a long story, mm-hmm. but I don't want to bore you about it. But <laughs> that's okay. just, that's a short story. About <laughs> it. Okay. Yeah. So um, I heard that you were just in LA for the whole month of September and that you were taking like a personal development, development. class. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me what it is that you want to work on and why you're working on it? Well, it's a personal and professional development course, and I'm actually working on myself, mm-hmm. um, obviously, because I have um, this fear and anger inside of me mm-hmm. since since I was a kid. Okay. And I had a lot of... Um, Pent-up emotions. Trapped emotions. Mm-hmm. And during adulthood, it didn't do me any good because... I don't know how to handle my anger and my fears. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I would um, make a decision based on, you know, anger mm-hmm. and fears. Mm-hmm. So now that I'm well aware of it, mm-hmm. um, well, it helped me because of that course. Now I am currently practicing to be aware of my triggers and be aware of, you know, what triggers me mm-hmm. and try try to stay away from mm-hmm. it and obviously just protecting myself. I think I can kind of relate with you because I have this problem when somebody does me wrong or like if something upsets me, I won't talk about it. I, <gasps> I, won't, I won't tell anybody about it. Oh my it God, yeah. Until one day they can do the smallest thing and then I explode. Oh and- my god, that's me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about that later because we have the same personality type. What we do on this um podcast every time before we interview someone, pinapa ano namin sila, pinapa personality, personality test. test. I did so, it. I did it last night. Yes, we have the same personality and I'm surprised. Though. Yeah. I really like that. And sometimes like my boyfriend or my dad, like cuz I mostly get mad at them. I don't get mad at people I don't know, but like They'll be like, where is she coming from? It's usually the people that are close to you. Yes, that are the most affected. Yeah. Yeah. And it can be really hard because then they think that you're digging up the past when you don't when you don't mean to, right? I know. <laughs> okay. So are you ready to go a little bit deeper into yeah. your emotions? Yeah, for okay. sure. For sure. 
Okay. So as a public figure, um, even if you're a public figure, I mean, you're mm-hmm. very private. And that's something that I try to do as well. Why is that so important to you? Uh, huh. Number one, because we're already public figure. Mm-hmm. And it's important for me to save some for myself. Mm-hmm. And um, I think there are some parts of me that I am just not ready to let people know about me. Mm-hmm. But then again, I took this course mm-hmm. and uh, now I realize that some I have suppressed some emotions mm-hmm. in myself that I carried all throughout my life mm-hmm. since I was six years old. So um, that course helped me actually to dive into myself and then how to deal with it and now um yeah i am still private but at the same time i am now kind of um opening up Mm -hmm. because i actually did this interview in la Mm -hmm. uh i did uh i shared my story there for the very first time in my life Mm -hmm. it was very emotional interview so it was heavy it was so heavy and i never ever told my story to anybody mm-hmm. and I only told us that story because I trusted that person so much because they're kind of like my, a family now mm-hmm. so now I'm at the point at the point of my life now parang, oh, I have to let it go mm-hmm. I have to just not cover this up so it's I'm okay. emotional because it's okay you Yassi know, and I, I were crying too. you know why because <laughs> I've never opened up about it all my life even like my sisters my brothers and just nobody because mm-hmm. I suppressed a lot of um, trapped emotions when I was a kid yeah <laughs> I think it's because it's okay <laughs> I think it's because we want to like show everybody that we're strong and that we can carry ourselves and we're just afraid of opening up because you know we don't want to bring back that pain that we once felt we don't want to relive that experience Mm-hmm. So it's good actually to well, ang bakas ko masabi pero hindi ko ginagawa. But yeah, I, I read a lot of self help books. Same. It's easier yeah. said than done, and I'm glad that you took that extra step in trying to release all those emotions na matagal mo nang tinatago. There's not one day I didn't cry in that course. Like oh my gosh. Oh yeah. I I think it was I, very helpful. Yeah, it's good. I think everybody needs a good cry every once in a while. I mean, of course, n- nobody wants to cry every day, but sometimes you just need to release it and validate those emotions. Because when you hide it, it's like you feel like you don't deserve or you shouldn't feel sad. You shouldn't feel angry. And those are all part of like how humans are just made. You're supposed to feel sad. You're supposed to feel angry. And you have to acknowledge that, that it's a normal process that you yeah. just have to go through. Yeah. Okay, so next. I'm so sorry for making you cry, but you look beautiful nonetheless. Okay, so you're one of the most well-respected actresses in the industry, and you've had quite a run, a fruitful run. And is this something you'd still like to do, or is there another Christine in the making? Um, I would still want to do it until I get old. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing is, the, the only thing that hinders me from loving my job is doing some roles that I myself 
is not comfortable and mm-hmm. you know the things that you know like movie movies that are advocating about affairs uh, yeah 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 um and endorsing something like a liquor and then you're wearing like a two-piece mm-hmm. like for me parang, oh my god i'm so tired and i don't want to do it anymore it makes me uncomfortable first mm-hmm. second parang you know you lose your self-respect mm-hmm. so that's the only thing that bothers me a lot mm-hmm. with my career because mm-hmm. i've always seen like in a different light mm-hmm. in the, that i'm an object mm-hmm. so i'm like that's the only thing so now when i went back from la gosh um i got offered another movie with a a dream director mm-hmm. so i'm like okay i will listen and then um as i was listening <laughs> i was shocked because i already voiced out my my sentiments about doing those kind of stuff mm-hmm. and then here we go again mm-hmm. so oh my god i cried mm-hmm. i was like sobbing because mm-hmm. i didn't expect this from coming back from la from from doing a lot of self-work with myself mm-hmm. now i'm faced with this again mm-hmm. so i'm like oh am i going to be pushed over again am i going to be you know because i'm scared if mm-hmm. i decline mm-hmm. if i decline like would i get still work yeah so what i did in la i had to like really step up mm-hmm. and learn to value myself more so i said no and i did it and i was so scared and i think i'm just so blessed because the next day they offered me like three projects that are really really good so mm-hmm. i'm like whoa what a turn yeah so i'm like so happy because i was so cry- i was crying because i was so scared if i declined would i still get work mm-hmm. you know and i'm i'm a single mom mm-hmm. and nobody's supporting me so i'm like uh, it was big for me it mm-hmm. was a big step mm-hmm. one thing with the course that i took is just really getting out th- those emotions that's why I am like so emotional right now. Mm-hmm. And it's good. It's good that you're you're respecting how you feel in the moment and you're just letting yourself release. You need that. And um I was going to say cuz not a lot of our viewers really know what goes behind the showbiz world. They always see the output and they think that everything is just a breeze. It's all glitz and glamour. Pero hindi. They don't know that behind the camera each of us were given like a certain brand or a sim- certain image that they want us to stick with. True. And we're human beings we evolve we change our what we want in life will change maybe after a year maybe after 5 years what you were before maybe not maybe may not be what you want to be now and i feel like in our industry here especially here in the philippines mm-hmm. they need to learn to start respecting that mm-hmm. that you can't just keep portraying an image that you once had mm-hmm. or they can't even force an image upon a person mm-hmm. if it's not authentic and if it's not something that they want Yeah, but the thing is with me, I was kind of like forced to do it before mm-hmm. and I was um being um always compared with a lot of uh, my batchmates mm-hmm. in in the industry and they were all doing it and I was mm-hmm. like so against it. And you know, when everyone is against you mm-hmm. and you're like, outnumbered, 
outnumbered and I was young mm-hmm. and I had no nobody with me. Like I had no parents with me while while I entered the show business. Mm-hmm. I was by myself because I entered the business not because I want to be famous or I want a job. Mm-hmm. I entered the business because I want to escape my reality from mm-hmm. home. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, do I want to go back home and face face my my fears and anger there? Or do I want to enter the business and be somehow free? But at the same time, oh my God, this is a different kind of monsters here. Because mm-hmm. they're going to really push you to do things that you don't want to do. Yeah. And I was 14. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. So for me, I had to swallow it. Mm-hmm. I had to freaking go in a bikini and pose for the camera for a magazine. Mm-hmm. So I'm like... I, I was helpless mm-hmm. and I was portrayed as like, oh, she's one of those girls. Yeah, yeah. And it's easy for other people to say, na, gusto naman niya, she naman niya, gusto niya. But they don't know, like, at the end of the day, we have mouths to feed, we have a life to live, and we don't necessarily want these things. We just were forced to do it. Exactly. And yeah, going back, I, I have a background why I did those things, mm-hmm. why I had to swallow it. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, there there are consequences, which, number one, I got dropped out in school because it's uh, run run by nuns. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they wouldn't accept it. They, they, they don't accept artistas in school. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I got dropped out. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, my last resort is to enter the business mm-hmm. and get out of my home because mm-hmm. it was so stressful mm-hmm. with... Um, my family mm-hmm. yeah is this something you're comfortable talking about uh as i've said a while ago um uh, i did this interview in la a certain podcast called eight billion project and i shared my story there for the first time so i'm like now somehow kind of um allowing myself to let people know about my history because that's where all my anger and fears started started and why some people would always like be confused how I am mm-hmm. around them because mm-hmm. I'm very protective of myself. I don't really socialize with people mm-hmm. when I'm on the set. I'm just in my car or in the dressing room, and I don't, I don't mm-hmm. talk to people. Mm-hmm. I don't even talk to my co-star. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's me. Mm-hmm. Actually, I was telling them earlier. I've I've seen you probably twice in my life before this, and I've never really had a conversation with you. Yeah, because I'm the same way. I don't talk to people that I don't really know, especially if I'm in an open setting like a party or yeah at Asa, for instance. I feel awkward about approaching people for the first time, and I, I always for some reason I think about what other people think about me. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I I can't just go with the flow and be cool or comfortable in my own body because I'm like, oh, she thinks that I look fat in this outfit (laughs) or, oh, she thinks my outfit's ugly or she thinks I'm a a bitch. (laughs) I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. (laughs) So, yeah, (laughs) I'm a (laughs) B-I-T-C-H. So, yeah, I totally get you and where you're coming from. Well, it's, yeah, we're kind of the same in that sense. But with me, Mm -hmm. I am more... Um, irritated with uh, men mm. yeah because they know how they portrayed me in yeah. movies and TV commercials 
So whenever a guy looks at me, especially in the gym or anywhere, you're oversexualized. Like, I'm always pissed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's me. Mm-hmm. That's why I always have this angry face. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But actually, not just when I entered the business. Even before I entered the business, I already have the angry face. Mm-hmm. I knew about it because of my best friend. Mm-hmm. She always recalled me as the the little kid who always have that angry face oh okay so it's just it's natural and it stemmed from when i was how i was brought Mm -hmm. up thank you so much for sharing that with us so on a lighter note uh, we're going to go on to our question bank and like i mentioned earlier um, we're both infj personalities Mm -hmm. so um, for those of you that don't know infj stands for introverted intuitive feeling and judging and just to be clear to our audience when i say judging it doesn't mean you judge people in a psychological context it means you value order predictability planning closure and clarity basically adulting (laughs) so (laughs) so i'm just going to list off some of our strengths Mm -hmm. and let me know if there's anything that you strongly agree or disagree with Mm -hmm. so first off would you say that you are creative agree you would. Mm-hmm. I think I think I'm creative. I just need the right spark of inspiration. Mm. How about insightful? Yes, I yes, agree. I agree too. Passionate. I agree. I think you are very passionate <laughs> based on our last conversation. <laughs> Unselfish, mapagbigay. Oh my gosh. Too much. Agree. Too much. To a fault. Mm. Yeah. Me too. Okay, so on the flip side, here are our weaknesses. Same thing again, just let me know if you strongly agree or disagree. Mm -hmm. First is reluctant to open up. (laughs) Uh, That was me like um, two months ago. And now you've changed. Changing slowly. Slowly, yeah. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm still pretty reluctant. I don't know why, but yeah. I think I need to take that course too. You should. Would you say that you're a perfectionist? Yeah, I I am a perfectionist, not just on set, um, also with my life. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I overthink things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's I part so. of being an INFJ. We overthink I everything. Know, I know. <laughs> okay. Do you try to avoid the ordinary? Oh, yeah. Agree. Agree. Prone to burnout. Mm, agree agree strongly agree (laughs) yeah are you sensitive to criticism (laughs) agree agree i think i'm not as sensitive to criticism but i feel like i'm my biggest critic Mm. (laughs) okay so moving on what do you advocate for actually i'm stuck with that question because i don't you haven't found it yet maybe i advocate about being a good model for my daughter because mm-hmm. I didn't have that growing up. So now I am kind of aware of the things that I do. Would you say that you look at the world differently now, now that you have a daughter? Super. Super. It's like you're looking through her eyes. Yeah. And her mm-hmm. mind. Mm-hmm. Okay. I heard that you really like to choose your endorsements and you put your foot down. Why is that so important to you? Um, yeah, number one, because it makes me uncomfortable, like, you know, making out with another actor mm-hmm. or just 
it doesn't go with how I want to be mm-hmm. in my life. Mm-hmm. And I just want to step my foot down because honestly, um, people don't know the pressure about my life mm-hmm. before when I was younger. So I'm kind of like just swallowing things because mm-hmm. I don't want to be, I don't want to go back and, you know, live with my family. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I was pushed to do things that I didn't want to do. Mm-hmm. So now that I'm an adult and um, I really tried my best to do my work really well so I could have a say on what I can take or not. Mm-hmm. Some sort of security. Yeah. I feel like I've reached that place of choosing what projects to do or not to do. Mm-hmm. So I'm now I'm happy because mm-hmm. as I've said a while ago, <laughs> that was my first time again to like really just say it out loud to mm-hmm. them that I don't want to do these things anymore. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it it was scary. Uh it was so scary. And then good thing the next day I'm like, okay, they gave me another, not just one, but three. And it projects. helps because you feel like you can breathe now. Yeah. I know exactly how you feel. When I, I declined, well, I didn't decline. I was already part of the project and then I left it. Uh-huh. But getting to that decision of, you know, resigning and everything was huge because I know that the people already invested so much in me and, and in that project. and. It's just like the fear of, am I going to lose my job? Are they going to hate me? Are they never going to give me any <laughs> oh my good God, projects? <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> okay. So, um, how are you with friendships? INFJs desire authenticity and sincerity above everything else. Is it hard for you as an artista or someone who is in the pub, well, in the spotlight, basically, to find these qualities? Uh, with friendships, I... Okay, I'll be honest. I'll be. I am very picky. Mm-hmm. Like I only open up to people whom I think are sensible and sincere, and you know, not judgmental. Mm-hmm. So usually, I stick with my old friends since mm-hmm. I was some um, prep, mm-hmm. grade school, high school. Yeah, and in the business, I just stick with the the actors whom I whom who I think turned out like a family. Now mm-hmm. that's good. Yeah, it's. I think it's always better to keep your circle small instead of having like a lot of friends, but you don't know who to trust. It's exhausting mm-hmm. to have a lot of friends and you don't know who to trust, right? Mm-hmm. Like for me, I just keep the ones that I can rely on, mm-hmm. and it, those. The people who are, I think, trustworthy. Mm-hmm. And in our line of work, we also have to deal with so many people that have such different personalities. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> On far ends of the spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> so when you took those development courses as an introvert, how did you feel the people you took the course contributed to the sound of mind you'd hope to achieve? That's deep. Mm-hmm. So... What do you mean? Like, how do I feel about those people? Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the people that helped you unleash whatever <sighs> or like release whatever emotions that were pent up? Um, they were very helpful with me. Mm-hmm. 
um, they were very encouraging to let me just let go. Mm-hmm. And and are these people? I have a question. Sorry, are they strangers? Strangers. Or, okay. Okay. We were fifty-one students mm-hmm. and different ages, and yeah, at first I was very hesitant and i was not joining the group mm-hmm. i was being myself mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i yeah at the very first day i was already angry at everyone mm-hmm. because we did this exercise that put me again in a position where they're all kind of against me mm-hmm. i'm by myself and they're all together mm-hmm. so i'm like it's how I am in my life, like in my childhood days in in the show business. And then so the next day I'm like, oh, they were all like, hey, approaching me, Christine, are you okay? Blah, 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 blah. So in that course, we were in the ranch, disconnected to the world. Um, I learned that, um, you know, sometimes I just need someone to support me Mm -hmm. and I realized that being alone is not helping me Mm -hmm. and when you say support do you mean like physically or like what kind of support do you think you need of course not physically Mm -hmm. um just someone to listen Mm -hmm. someone to like you know hear me out Mm -hmm. and because I didn't have that going on Mm -hmm. all the all the trapped emotions inside of me, I didn't have anyone to talk about it. Mm-hmm. So my trapped emotion, emotion started when I was six years old. Mm-hmm. So the trauma started from there and from there on until I entered the business. Until now that I'm 32, nobody knows about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how long I have held it inside mm-hmm. of me. Mm-hmm. So have you ever like tried to seek professional help through like maybe a psychologist or? Yes, I started um, doing therapy um, back in 2018 and I'm still continuing it with, um, yeah, a psychologist. And I also have um, a life coach as well. That's great. I've always wanted to try getting a life coach. Yeah, so it helps to guide me and not just be trapped with my own thinking Mm -hmm. and because i always just rely on you know praying Mm -hmm. and how i think Mm -hmm. but it's a process of since i was since 2018 19 20 21 it's been like four years Mm -hmm. i realized the worth of it someone guiding you because some things you just can't really do on your own. Do on your own. And there are things na parang, oh, I can't, I don't understand. Mm-hmm. You can't fully grasp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get you. I get you. So sometimes I get taken advantage of or like sometimes I take advantage of someone. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I don't know. Mm-hmm. Do you ever feel like it's like an out-of-body experience where you you feel like, when you're in having a conversation with someone and you're viewing it outside of your body. <laughs> yes. I always have that. Like, yeah. I feel like I'm viewing it from a different perspective. I think, yeah. And then like when I go back, like when I'm at home by myself and I 
like try to recall our conversation. I'm like, oh my God, why did I say that? Why didn't I stop myself? Did he take it the wrong way? And it's like, it's a never ending battle with yourself. I know. Yeah, I think that's because we just think more than we speak. <laughs> yes, and that's the problem. And that's why I find it so healthy to have someone like to actually seek professional help so that you have someone that can guide you and help you process those emotions. So what do you love most about being a mom? Uh, hmm. Amara reminds me of the things that I didn't have when I was younger, when I was young. So I, it's for me my way of, how do I say it? Like, um, because I didn't have it. I want to shower her with all the things that I didn't have. So it's kind of like a th- in a way, I, w- I wouldn't say therapy, but mm-hmm. it's a way for me to like make up for whatever you didn't have. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it makes me feel good giving. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm actually more giving than taking. Mm-hmm. And it's actually a bad thing. That's mm-hmm. what I learned with my with the course that I took in LA. Like, oh, I didn't know that I'm. I sometimes, not just sometimes, but mm-hmm. all the time, I forget myself. Mm-hmm. That's so, true. But at the same time, it makes me feel good to give. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I feel the same exact <laughs> way. I'm more of a giver than I am a taker. And if I, like the saying, um, like I give everybody an arm and a, and a leg. I overextend my help because... You really have to take the course. <laughs> yeah. Because I feel like that like equates to my worth or my value as a person. Yeah. Which is really bad. It really is. But it has pros and cons. Mm-hmm. It does. Yeah. So, yeah, I love being a mom because also number one, you know that someone is there for you for life. Mm-hmm. And... That's what I I was yearning for, like someone to be with me mm-hmm. through ups and downs, mm-hmm. highs and lows. And Amara is that human being with me. She's like your best friend too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's it's the best definition of unconditional love. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. I really want to be a mom someday too. So <laughs> someday you're still young. I know. Someday. <laughs> okay. INFJs are said to be sensitive to criticism, like we said earlier, mm-hmm. and it's unavoidable when, especially in our industry. So how do you deal, or like, how do you suppress negative reactions towards criticism? Um, hmm. Before I would lock myself up and just stay away from the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now I'm learning to turn it to something positive, like, oh, he or she is helping me to improve on something. Mm-hmm. So now I'm, that's what I'm practicing. Mm-hmm. To be more accepting of criticism. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, INFJs are also known to be perfectionists. So do you find yourself being like this at work? Like, uh, you you did mention earlier, like if you can't get a scene, if the scene isn't taken perfectly, you ask for a retake or a mm-hmm. reshoot. Does that also apply like when you're at home, like as a mom? I don't know. Hmm. It's hard to say um, with regards to 
how I am as a mom or how I am. But with work, I, I definitely, I am a perfectionist. Mm-hmm. Like I always try to do a retake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even if it's like already five o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. I would still want to do another take. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> try and try until you get it perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because it's like there's a part of you that just, it can't settle with anything less, right? Mm, yeah. And also, number one is I don't want to cringe anymore watching my old films. And yeah. TV. Like now I kind of like had this, I would say, say mm-hmm. to um, say, can I do another one? Because mm-hmm. before I'm shy to ask. Yeah. Especially if the director says, okay, Nian. Okay, Nian. But then Nian. Yeah. And you, you don't want to like question whatever the director is saying. But like it's supposed to be a collaboration between creatives. Yeah. What is something you've done felt... Oh, I like this question so much. What is something you've done felt or seen that you wish you could experience again for the first time? Oh, hmm. Something I've done and felt or seen? Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Um, that I want to experience again. Mm-hmm. Oh, well... Being, being um myself when I was um before my trauma mm-hmm. happened, I was um I was a happy kid. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you want to replay that? Yeah. What will never cease to make you smile? What does it mean? Something that will never, like, never fails in making you smile. It's hard. Just kidding. kidding. Um, Simple things like Amira randomly saying, Mom, I love you. Or somebody or someone reminded them of me and they say thank you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And sometimes I'm surprised why. Mm Yeah. Recently, I actually watched this movie of yours. You played an action role before. Yes. And you're known as a strong woman. But does Christine Reyes have fears despite having no real reason to do so? Basically, what is an irrational fear you have? Here's the thing. Mm -hmm. I am seen as a strong person. Yeah. Strong person. But actually... Behind, behind that, I am actually very fearful. And uh, sorry, I'm thinking of things. <laughs> it's okay. Um, yeah. So, hmm, I. What was the question? What is an irrational fear that you have? That I am alone. Because I am not alone. Mm-hmm. I always feel that it's so creepy. Like, like I could literally be next to someone and I and I can tell them I feel so alone even if you're here. Yeah. I think all of us can feel that sometimes, but I feel like INFJs, we feel we have a fear of abandonment. Yeah. Well, with me it stemmed because of stemmed from the childhood trauma. Childhood trauma. Um it's very 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 traumatic for me. Until now, it hits me. Mm-hmm. So, 
I have I I grew up being unstable. Mm-hmm. I grew up feeling very insecure because I had nobody with me. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry you had to go through that. <laughs> no, it's, but at least you have Amara now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what will always be funny to you? Mm. Maybe a memory, maybe a person. What will always be funny to me? My best friend is a clown. <laughs> Her name is Louise. Uh-huh. She's my clown. Uh-huh. Um, um, She's like your happy pill. <laughs> yeah, simple things like just watching friends or mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. some some people in the industry, like, you know, the makeup artists, the gay people, yeah. they, they really make you everyone laugh, yeah right? i think i think more than anything like <laughs> yes they're stylists yes they're makeup artists but on top of that they're our happy pills they make us feel comfortable True. they make us feel beautiful yeah and that's what i appreciate so much about them do you have a personal mantra and if so what is it i don't really have when i read this i'm like mm, i don't i don't have any <laughs> i don't i actually don't think i have one either I don't. <laughs> but people like when they meditate, they have to say their mantra to themselves. I don't. I think mostly when I meditate, I, I have to practice it though. Yes, I think. Yeah, I think it's something that we should practice. But my mantra is just to be grateful, I guess, for everything. Because I notice when I when I pray or like when I meditate, it's mostly me being aware of all the blessings that I have, despite mm-hmm. you know all the struggles that I have. Mm-hmm. I still have a better life than most people. That's true. Yeah. Are you currently pursuing what makes you happy? Why or why not? I am on the process of doing that. Now I am currently diverting my focus, my my concentration to what I want in life, what I need in life, what Amara and I needs in the future. And what is that? What makes you happy? Security and peace of mind and trying to just cut the negative negative thoughts in my head about the things I'm currently dealing with mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. That's good. May I just ask, what's your zodiac sign? Aquarius. Aquarius. I thought you were going to be a Capricorn or something. Are you we, Capricorn? Yeah, I'm a Capricorn. We seem so similar. <laughs> it, so I was thinking, maybe she's a Capricorn. No. Yeah. So you've been talking a lot about your childhood trauma. Mm. I just want to ask, what's the best lesson that you've learned from that? Mm. Oh, number one is to really stand up for yourself and not give in Mm -hmm. to people around you even though they are more powerful than you Mm because you matter and you are valued Mm -hmm. that's beautiful i have to take some (laughs) advice from you (laughs) (laughs) what do you think success means and how do you define it in your own life do you think you've achieved that success already i am still on the process of being achieving that but for me success is not measured through finances success for me is everything it's it's financial freedom it's being free from negativity being free from the traumas being free from the oppressors Mm -hmm. 
you know, we have our own demons. Mm-hmm. For me, being successful in life is having that peace of mind. Mm-hmm. Freedom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. What trait do you admire in others, but you feel like you don't possess yourself? Oh, hmm. Number one <laughs> is um, I admire people who can just be themselves. Mm-hmm. And I admire people who are just every day, they are just enthusiastic. Mm-hmm. Even though they have problems, mm-hmm. like I admire those, those people who are not held back from their emotional or whatever they have in life because mm-hmm. I'm like that mm-hmm. so I'm I'm actually trying to to overcome whatever it is that's, that's holding me back okay last question you have one year left to live what are you going to do I'm going to travel the world with Amaro and Spend all my money. <laughs> Spend all your money with her. Yeah. And do whatever I want to do with her. Uh-huh. Because yeah. you only live once. True. Thank you so much, Christine, for joining Thank us today. You. Thank you for being vulnerable. Thank you for sharing. I know this was hard for you, mm-hmm. but I feel like this is also one step closer to you at achieving that peace mm-hmm. of mind that you're looking for. And I know that you're going to inspire and help so many other people that are dealing with the same thing that you're going through. Um, I have one question. Do you have anything that you would like to promote? Maybe you have a project you're working on right now? Mm, um, Masked Singers and yeah, uh, watch out for my upcoming movies. Okay. And maybe you want to promote your socials? Uh, my Instagram, Christine Reyes, but I'm going to change that soon. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> and Facebook, Christine Reyes, Twitter, Christine Reyes. Okay, thank you so much thank again so much. for being vulnerable and for being so open. And um, guys, if you guys want to follow me, please do so. Um, my Twitter and my Instagram are both at Liza Soberano. I don't have a Facebook account. I do have a YouTube. It's Liza Soberano. Thank you, as always, to Mind You for powering this podcast. And don't forget to follow them at Mind You MHS on Twitter, Instagram, and on Facebook. And we'll see you all next week for more conversations with an open mind. Bye. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.